Hey guys, welcome to Mr. Six in the Morning, coming to you from the 22nd floor of the Hilton downtown in Austin, right across from the convention center. So I'm sorry I can't be with you today, but I'm excited about all the stuff I'm going to be learning at this conference. But let's go ahead and dive into today's lesson, February 4th, 2020. We're going to analyze an argument for what the author is saying and how the author presents the information. So a couple reminders, uh, get at me on remind at S-I-X-1 pre-AP. That's my six dose remind. And if you want to catch up on these podcasts, they're on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen. Also anchor.fm slash J-6-T-O-E-S. So we'll start with today's article, The Decline of the American Teenager's Summer Job. This is an article by The Economist magazine. It's an editorial, and it's simply titled Lexington because there's many contributors, so there's not actually one specific author. So when we reference the author, we'll call it Lexington. So we're going to look at another argument in the ongoing conversation about the value of work. This article seeks to explain the decline of teen summer jobs like SAS, the article we just read. But this one, it's a little different. It steers away from personal narrative and uses different support for their claims. So we'll start by reading the first part of the decline of the American teenager's summer job. And after you read just the first part, I want you to state whether you agree or disagree with this statement. Do you think? The author probably thinks we should respect Ronald Reagan. Now, you need to find some evidence from the paragraph that makes you say that. Why do you agree with that, or why do you disagree with that? Remember, if we move on to the next slide, you'll see a picture of Blue's Clues that we are looking for clues. In fact, as you read, I want you to identify, circle, highlight, underline, whatever you do best, words that impact the tone. Like, I've given you some examples here. Hailed, which means like, wow, you know, when the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, they say, hail to the Chiefs. Words like reassuring, that's a very comforting tone. Twinkling, that's like shiny and sparkly. And saved 77 lives, that really impacts the tone of this passage. So remember, each of these words are clues about the author's stance on this issue. What we're working on is reading someone's argument and finding the evidence they use for that argument. Now in the margins, make sure that you're summarizing parts of the author's argument. Like, okay, in this section, this is what he's saying. Okay, in this section, this is what he's doing. In fact, if we go to the next slide, uh, the one that says the decline of the American teenager's summer job copy, I've got an example of saying and doing. So the first one says, American teenagers work less now in the summer, and so many self-made Americans worked summer jobs as teenagers. And then we write down the does. Lexington is asserting alerting the reader from the beginning that there is cause for concern, but the reader has to figure this out since it is not stated directly. So I'll give you a little bit of time to copy that one down, and then whenever you're ready, you can go to the next slide, which says, it's another copy, it's a little bit longer, but we've got plenty of time today, more than enough time to knock this out. Long before Reagan became president and optimist-in-chief, he was a hardworking and heroic teenage lifeguard. So then we go down to the does part. Lexington's using Reagan as a prime example to support the claim made in the article's subtitle that self-made Americans worked summer jobs as teens. Using Reagan as an example is also an appeal to readers who hold him in high regard. 
it lends legitimacy to Lexington's claim to use a famous and popular former president as an example. Now remember, you don't necessarily have to agree with this person to analyze their argument, but this is a really good way to bolster your argument. You name drop, you bring in people from the outside, and they're like, oh, well, you know, if he's saying this person believed it, then maybe that makes him or her more credible. So once you're done copying this one down, I've got an open-ended one for you in the next slide. And it says, many more teenage Americans were working summer jobs in the 1970s than now. And the writer even went to the home of Reagan to find out why, interviewing a teenage lifeguard who told of the pros and cons of working her job. So take a few minutes, uh, no more than three or four, to fill in the does section. When you read this, what is the author doing here? And you need to tell me, okay, stylistically, in the argument, this is what this text does for Lexington's argument. Again, Lexington being the title of the article, we don't actually know who wrote it in particular. So then you'll go into one more fill in the blank. And Lexington says, I learned from the people of Dixon, a community that takes pride in offering many opportunities for self-improvement, that summer teenage employment has decreased because of many complicated factors, including doting parents who encourage their teens to participate in experiences that prepare them for college rather than the workforce, varying personal goals, politics, and changes in the economy. So you're going to take some time to fill in, this will be one of the last things we do today, to fill in what does this piece of text do for the author's argument. And remember, that's what we're working on, this whole unit. How is the author saying this, and how effective are they at saying this? So for the does portion of this slide, you're just going to tell me, how effective is this text? What is it doing for the author's argument? And that brings us to our final slide today, and I want you guys to wrap this up. We're going to put a pin in this. We're going to come back to it tomorrow. I'll have another podcast out for you guys. Draw a continuum from 1 to 10. Now, continuum, if you know from math class, is just a line with two arrows. It's infinite. It goes on forever. And I want you to label on a scale of 1 to 10. Now, 1 is not at all convincing. Like, you read this, you're like, oh, no, this is not at all convincing. All the way up to a 10, which is very convincing. And then underneath the continuum, after you label the argument where you think it lands from 1 to 10, I want you to tell me, just in a sentence or two, why is that? I want to know what you think. Now, I'll check these when I get back next week, but be prepared. Tomorrow, we're going to do a flip grid over the argument that we have read. So if you need to brush up on that or if you need to touch base with your friends on how to get into the Flipgrid, I'm going to send out another Remind, again, at S-I-X-1, pre-A-P, and you will be able to access that. Just click the link, and we're going to interact. We're going to talk about these. I'm myself going to put in a Flipgrid as well, just entering the conversation. And that's what this is. We're not arguing in the sense of we're fighting about it. We are arguing in the sense of we're entering the conversation and evaluating how effective these authors are. Again, miss you guys a lot. Can't wait to bring back all these crazy cool ideas from this technology conference. Be good. Miss Gentis knows what she's doing, and I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Mr. Six in the Morning.